0: Hey guys, welcome back. All right, I am diving in today with my Badass Business Summit takeaways. This is gonna be a two-part series. Um, I wanted to get this done. If you follow me on social media, you know that I went to a summit. And if you don't know, um, I'll share the quick story of how I ended up there. But I connected with somebody on LinkedIn. His name's Neil Carroll. And we were having a nice, just an amazing conversation. And through that conversation, he said, you know what? I really think you should meet um, Donnie bovine Have you met him yet? I really feel like you guys would really, really connect well. And so he made the intro and he and I scheduled, I scheduled coffee chat and it was his, the way he runs his chats is just absolutely incredible. And that's a story for another day. Um, but it was so helpful. And he has three businesses. So Success Champions Networking. So he runs networking groups. He has the Badass Business Summit and then he has a mastermind program called Champions Table. And the Badass Business Summit was coming up like within, I think I met him on Wednesday or to Thursday, something like that. And the summit was the following, started the following Thursday, but I had to get there Wednesday. Anyway, I took a leap of faith. I was like, I told my husband, I got to be in this, I got to be in that room. I've been looking for an in-person event. I've got to be there. And so I booked my flight. I found, you know, I got a ticket and I got a hotel room and I showed up there. You know, Donnie said, if you can get here, I promise you, it's going to be one of the best things, You've best decisions. And he was right. And so I want to share with you a couple takeaways though, because I think one of the, it's, you know, and like he said, it's one thing to go to an event it's another thing to actually um you know implement what you learned and different things and a lot of times and if we learned anything there they talked about like you learn best by when you have to repeat it and teach it to others and so that's what I want to try to do is really share my takeaways. So I'm going to do this in two parts. So today's episode, I want to really just talk about the actual summit experience in general and some of the most amazing parts of the actual summit. And then um, in the next episode, I'm going to break down all of my takeaways from the speakers, okay, from the individual speakers. So, all right, let's just dive in because I've got, I've got a list. If you're watching this on video, um, you're going to see me looking at my list because I don't want to forget anything. From an overall business summit perspective, what I absolutely loved was that everything was in one place. And if you've ever been to an in-person and you think, oh, I'm gonna go stay at an Airbnb, it's a little bit cheaper than the hotel room or or whatever, I'm telling you, don't do that. If they have, if it's at a hotel room and they have a block of room set up, stay in the hotel because some of the best conversations happen in the elevator, up and down. They happen at the bar grabbing a glass of wine. They happen, you know, in between in the bathroom, like wherever you are, like in the hallways, like because everybody's there for the same purpose, right? And so there's so many amazing conversations that happen outside of the actual summit events, whether that's going to lunch together or whatever it is. And so the fact that they had enough rooms, and it was all right there, and it was all in one space in the hotel, too, which I loved, it wasn't like you had to go from like, you weren't really scattered. So it was very intimate, it was very small. Um, not small, but I mean, like, it felt like manageable, like it, you felt it was, it was just an intimate space, it was there was a lot of people there, but you didn't feel like you were in a room of because you weren't. It wasn't like 500, 5,000 people, right? It was maybe 150, 200 people. I don't remember exactly, but I loved that it was all in one place, and they had the two rooms that you could go between, um, depending on the speakers, and then there was tables set up outside. The breakfast area was right there. The bar was right there, the whole thing, like, it just worked out really, really well. There was a couple restaurants right on like within walking distance for lunch and to just to grab some fresh air whatnot. So that was number one. Number two, what I loved is they broke everything down into four tracks. And so you could very easily see as when you got in there, like what tracks and what you were going to learn. And the tracks were sales, marketing, operations, and mindset. The four key areas to business growth. This truly was designed for business growth. It wasn't like you go to some of these events and they're all very much all on sales or they're all on mindset or they're all this was such a nice mix of the four key areas like it wasn't like one or the other was overly heavy it was a wonderful mix of these just four key areas which right there is a takeaway if you're not focusing on those four key areas in your business like start there okay one of the other things one of the coolest things um two two really cool things that he did in the very beginning one, he told everybody how to make the most out of it. And he said, you guys are all taking notes. I see you've all got your notebooks out. You're you're frantically taking notes. But what I want you to do is I want you to create a page that says action items. And I want you to list one through ten. And when you're listening to the speakers and as you're taking notes and you think, oh, I want to do that when I get home, I want you to put it on this separate list. right? So the separate list was really more focused on what are the things and what are your biggest takeaways and what are you going to actually implement when you get home? so that it's not lost in the shuffle of all your other notes. It was really a great tip and I highly suggest you do that whether you're attending a virtual summit, whether a networking, even like just in general coffee chats, have a list of action items that's separate from your notes so that you can pull out the things that you want to actually implement. Um, It was an awesome tip and one that you can implement in so many different ways. All right. That was one. And then the second thing that I absolutely loved, which was so fun, is on every, every table, he had post-it notes. They had post-it notes. I say he, but they're the partners. It's Kevin and Donnie and the whole group of people, right? Um, I keep referring to him as like an individual, but he doesn't. He has an amazing team and they're all, they're all wonderful. Um, but they had post-it notes on all the tables and they said, you know, if you, if somebody's speaking and you get like a one-liner, that's really awesome or something like that was a huge light bulb moment, like write it down and go stick it on the wall. They had a separate section where they were putting all of these key takeaways and you could go up to the wall and just see. And it was so interesting to see the different things that people picked up on and like what clicked with other people, right? Like, there might be something like a one-liner that, pick, that I picked up that somebody else didn't. And then I see what they're, and then next thing you know, you see somebody grabbing a post-it note and I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder what they just said, because I didn't pick up on it. And then you see it and it was like, oh my God, yeah, that was amazing. And so just being able to see all these post-it notes and go up into them and read them, um, you know, like even in one of the first speakers, she's like, be the shark. You know, she does a lot with sharks. Um, she's obsessed with them. And so to me, it was just a nice reminder. It was like one of the ones, it was the first post-it note. It was like, be the shark, live like Lucy. Like it was just such a reminder of, of her speech. And so I hope, I believe there was some talk about them actually taking all those post-it notes and putting them into like a journal or a book, something that we had to refer back to. And I really hope they do because there was a lot of golden nuggets on those post-it notes. Um... Oh my goodness. I still have so many more here to talk to. Okay. The other um, thing, especially if you're going to in person, but even if you're not, if you're doing any of this virtually, I think because I still think there's a lot of virtual going on, but you can use a lot of these tips virtually or in person was to move tables. You know like every speaker there was there was breaks in between which was nice it gave you the opportunity it's not like you just went from one to the next to the next where you didn't have a chance to get up and move and so you were kind of stuck there there was a lot of breaks in between almost every section there was a break so you had a chance to get up go get water and then come back and sit at a different table and they really encouraged you to sit at a different table and sit with different people to really meet everybody which was you know, you, you see this all the time. Like, I think the last conference I went to was Grant Cardone's 10X conference. And you get assigned seating at that because again, it's massive and they're selling massive amounts of tickets. And so you get assigned seating. And so you're, you're taught, which is great. And you get to meet the people around you. Um, but that's it. You only get to really meet those few people sitting right directly around you. Where again, this was, there's power in some of these smaller spaces because you got to meet a lot of people. You know, where you go to a big event, you think, oh, there's going to be 5,000 people there. Great. But how many of you are, how many of them are you going to actually be able to talk to? Where when you go to a smaller event that has 150, 200, something, 250 people, you get a lot of connections and you can have a lot of really, really solid conversations out of that, which leads me to my next point of the ability to connect so easily and in person and how quickly friendships are made. And this is why I am always encouraging all of you that listen to get out behind your keyboard, get away. Content is great and content marketing works, but it's not, it's a slow process for so many, like get out from behind your keyboard. If you can't go to something in person, get on virtual coffee chats, show up to virtual events, have conversations. I mean, I met somebody there just because, again, one of the things that I also really loved is that a lot of the speakers' workshops were very interactive. Like, they'd say, okay, pause. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to talk, you know, find a partner next to you and go through this exercise, right? So it encouraged conversation inside of all the workshops. It wasn't like you were just sitting there listening. You were actually doing and taking action, which was really a lot of fun. But during that, I met a woman, Melanie, which you probably saw my post, and like, instant besties, like, and besties for life, as far as I'm concerned. Because as you guys know, once you're in my world, you're in my world forever. <laughs> you're never going anywhere. But, um, you know, I just was reminded how quickly friendships can form when you actually are in person. It's just such a different and more amazing experience to be able to meet people, even um, I was the probably one of the very few that have were actually not in his networking group because I had just met him, right? But a lot of these people, they've networked and had conversations on, virtually for years. And then they got to meet each other in person. And it was just amazing to see like these friendships and new friendships and old friendships and rekindled. Oh, I'm telling you, in person, get out from freaking behind your keyboards. It's just I know even for all of you introverts, even if you're introverted, you can do it. You know, Donnie's partner, Kevin, is like, talks about being like the introvert of all introverts. All right. And he was there and it's just it was fun and they enjoyed it. Um, Gosh, what else? Um, QR codes make everything easier. That was another takeaway I put down. Like you can get on LinkedIn and they give you a QR code now. Um, A lot of people save that as a wallpaper on their phone. So you literally just held up your phone and you could easily connect. I mean, you're not looking through business cards. I actually, on the way to the airport, stopped and got business cards. Like, I had them printed at Staples because I was like, I haven't networked in person forever. I don't have any idea. Do I need business cards or not? I had them. I think I handed out three. (laughs) And, funny story, I haven't handed out business cards in so long. I didn't even put my freaking email address on them. I put, like, my website, my podcast, and the website to the Alliance, but I handed it to this one guy and he was like, hey, I'm trying to make this intro for you, but your email address isn't even on your card. So that goes to show you just how long it's been. Um, So QR codes just make everything easier. Plus then when we got home, like, everybody would like go through the recently connected in LinkedIn and you could see like, oh yeah, I connected with this person. So you, you were instantly reminded of like, hey, I connected with you, but we didn't get a chance to really chat. Let's schedule that virtual coffee, which has been amazing, um, post post summit. Um, so anyways, I think that's like from the actual overall takeaway of this summit in general, those are some of my biggest takeaways, which again, you can implement them whether it's virtually or in person, but most important, it's about building those relationships. It's about learning from other people. It's about building and just having those conversations. And you never know where it's going to take you. And you never know what you're going to actually gain from it. But the reality is, there's so much to gain, even gaining from karaoke. They did a karaoke night. And we were like, I don't sing karaoke. I ended up singing karaoke. Like, I you couldn't have paid me to get up and go do karaoke in another setting. But it was just fun. And everybody was there and everybody was having fun and they were enjoying it and laughing. And it was just getting up there with some other friends, new friends, old friends. Like I said, like that, it just brings people together in a way that like a lot of people, and they said, like, it brings people together in a way that most conferences don't, you know? And anyways, well done. Loved every part of it. Um, I signed up for the next year, immediately, like as soon as I got home, I think the code expired and I was like scrambling to get um, get my ticket in before the, before the code expired for attendees. And it's just been, and again, this is a, a testament to the power of an introduction and the power of networking and the power of having conversations. Had I not reached out to Neil, who was a mutual connection of a couple other people I knew talked to him, shared some conversation, talked to him about how I really feel strongly about networking and meeting people and having conversation and, and then him thinking, oh my gosh, I think you should probably meet Donnie and then Donnie inviting me to that. Like, And then now I've met Melanie and Melanie has introduced me to her group. I mean, just, it's so, so, so powerful, okay? And I know that for a lot of you, it's scary, but it doesn't need to be. Like, think about everything that you can gain, it instead of worrying about what somebody might think of you or whether you know a year ago you wouldn't you couldn't have paid me to go to an event by myself at the last minute and to walk into a room knowing that everybody else kind of knew each other and i didn't but you know what you have to want your dream and you have to want to change more than you've got to let your fear control you right i pulled a card um i have this card deck of just kind of like motivational sayings and i pulled one the other day and it said like you have to take that quick 30-second, like, brave, courageous action to, pat, you know, get through that fear, because the fear is just, again, we've talked about it a lot on the podcast, false evidence appearing real. What was there to be afraid of? What was there to be afraid of? I had so much to gain, so much to gain, and so taking the leap of, you know, it was scary to book a flight, like, hey, I just met this guy, and I have no idea, I don't know his people, but... You know, you've got to learn to know when to trust your gut, and that's what I did. And so, there's something in your world right now that you are not doing because out of fear or that you are that your gut is telling you in every ounce of you to do it and you're not, and I'm telling you, take the leap of faith. Look at I cannot wait to share with you all of the knowledge that I've gained from the speakers. That's on the next episode. It's been an absolute game Changer. All right. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast was designed to help you. If you have a specific topic or struggle you would like Michelle to cover, please feel free to send them her way. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others, post about it, and tag Michelle on social media or leave a rating and review. For even more strategy tips and tricks, subscribe to her bi monthly newsletter as she sends out exclusive bonus episodes to her email list only. Thanks again and see you next time on the Strategy in Small Doses podcast.